Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city, busy sidewalks, city sidewalks, I like sidewalks a lot. Would you mind if I sang about sidewalks some more? Little sidewalks, big old sidewalks, they're like streets for your feet. I've forgotten more sidewalks than you'll ever meet. Mark, we've started. <laughs> I was just letting you go. Thanks for listening, everyone. You're listening to Pistol Shrimps Radio, the only place where you can hear things like this. Matt, how are you? Your name is Matt Gorley. My name is Mark McConville. If this is your first episode of Pistol Shrimps Radio... What are you doing? How did this happen? Are you some kind of reefer addict? Do you smoke hash in your spare time? Do you sell it as a livelihood against government rules, you criminal? Do you go out back behind the barn for some bud? Do you know the way to San Jose? They've got they a sidewalk there that really rules. <laughs> <laughs> This used to be a podcast where we called women's rec league basketball games. Were we qualified to call a basketball game? Hell no. Did, were we welcomed by the Los Angeles uh, Parks Department who hosted these games? Never bothered to ask. Just went in there. Yeah. A folding table, a couple of microphones, and a dream. Then... Uh, the league play, I think we quit before they did because of COVID, but we didn't quit because of COVID. We no. quit just to move on a little bit, but we still developed a family of listeners that we felt beholden to, especially at this time of year with Kith and Kin and you and yours. We answer emails. We come back from time to time and we're keeping this podcast alive to one day probably rise from the ashes with a new idea we've been toying around with. Who knows? You'll see. Really, you'll hear. You probably won't see it at all. This is Santa's big scene. It is the holiday season, so whoop-de-doo and diggly-dah, <laughs> whatever that guy <laughs> Don't says. Don't forget to wind up your bra. Yeah. <laughs> you ever wind up a bra, Matt? Have I ever. We were thinking it might be nice to sit down and uh, give you, the listeners, some last-minute holiday gift ideas, talk about the season. We can read emails, certainly. We do have emails, and if you'd like to email the show, it's pistolshrimpsradio at gmail.com. I'm in your hands, Mark. You said you had a holiday gift-buying idea, and I said, let it happen, Captain. So today is December 21st, 2021. Is it really? And it's a Tuesday. You ever listen to that David Lynch weather report? If you listen to the KCRW radio station in the morning every day, David Lynch tells you the weather. Really? Yeah. 
Is it? He does it fresh every day? He does it on his YouTube page, too. You can watch. This is the first gift of all. Every day, David Lynch will just tell you what the weather's going to be like in Los Angeles. Wow. Here in L.A., it clear skies, <laughs> 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Watch out for transcendental flying yogaman. It's going to get up to 81 degrees, and we'll have blue skies and golden sunshine all along the way. I swear to God, I was coasting around in my recumbent hang glider the other day, and I sees a, a Doug Henning flies by in the lotus position. I says to myself, I says, self, get you a mustache like the way Doug Henning looks at you and dance like you've never been watched before. And then I went to Bob's Big Boy in Toluca Lake for a patty melt. Then I went to Robert's little girl and said, where's your dad? She said, Toluca Lake making Maddie pelts. Anyway, you could go ahead. So, yeah, it's the 21st. If you haven't bought holiday gifts for people, it's a little late for this. Where are you with that? Because I I got all my extended family done, but I still got the two big girls in my life to finish up. So which two big girls are you talking about? My wife and daughter. Hello. You have a daughter? Yeah. <laughs> I don't that's think right. listeners of this show, if you only oh, right. consume Matt Gorley through this podcast, you might not know that there's another human being on this planet that he built. And what must you think of me if this is your only version of me? It's possible, Matt. Yeah. Some people are, I don't know, they're trying to limit their consumption. Which is the more real me? Pistol Shrimps Radio, Super Ego, James Bonding with Gorley and Rust, I Was There Too, The Complete Man, or Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend? I don't want to answer that question. I don't need to know. It might be this. I don't need to know the answer. It might. I think it's this. You think it's this? I think, I mean, this is certainly not the whole me, but this is of that facet of me, probably the truest. Well, I think we can eliminate I Was There Too. We can eliminate with Gorley and Rust, and we can eliminate James Bond because you're not you're not limited to just talk about that stuff on here. But you may you Tell always do talk about some of the things you talk about on those shows over on this show. True, yeah. And Super Ego's person. not you; it's your comic essence. Yeah, Conan's not me. No, for sure. What's left? This. You don't, don't have another not. show outside of this. Oh, Complete Man. That's a character. Yeah. That's uh, in the super ego pile. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? Now that there's not basketball anymore? Yeah. What about me? Oh, just the Rachel Maddow <laughs> show. That's <laughs> most. Same glasses. Different asses. It really bothers me that they just put <laughs> the audio from her TV show out as a podcast. I used to listen to Meet the Press that way back when Tim Russert was the host. You love Tim Russert. Oh, man. I cried when he died. And I lied when he flied. There with Doug Henning up in the cumulonimbus. That looks like the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Girl. Everyone's got a date. <laughs> if you haven't bought gifts yet, Matt, I thought it would be nice just to sort of like go through different kinds of people. Like your two girls. You got a wife and a daughter. So I let's talk it. about it. Let's talk. Let's start at the beginning, Matt, with babies. What are you buying a baby? If there's a baby in your life, yeah. what are you doing? There's a mask toy for everyone. Oh, so you're saying just from the start. Yeah. Some mask by Kenner yeah. toy is going to fit the bill. So right. you're going to get your daughter a mask toy? 
Yeah. Okay. This wasn't really well thought out. I think the only thing safer would be the boulder on top of the big gas station headquarters. Yeah, I could see that. You don't want to get her Vanessa's Z28 Datsun that flips into a Of course I a do. plane. I just recently, someone pointed me to like, I think it was Looper or Indiegogo did like a ranking of all the mask toys. And they started with the worst, but they didn't even have like Scorpion in there. Or what's Floyd Malloy's motorcycle vampire? Beef Kid. That's right. It was Beef Kid. No Beef Kid. You got to be kidding me. That's one of the best. I do think it's vampire. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Scorpion's amazing. Uh, Vanessa's, what was hers? Stingray? No. She's in Venom. What is it? It might be Stingray. The no, because is- Stingray is glorious. The sub. Right. Okay, Matt. You got me. I'm going to look. Vanessa Warfield? That's her. Manta? Oh, maybe that's it. Uh, no, Manta's the other good guy's subcar. Is it? Oh, my God. And now I'm looking up. Okay. I know what I want for Christmas. A, a mask vehicle guide. Mm. Uh, let's go to the mask Wikipedia here. We're at mask.fandom.com. She drives Manta. Okay, let's keep that up because I feel like we're going to need that. Okay, I'll keep this site open for you, Matt. So you're asking what do I get for my wife and daughter? You said that's maybe my wife is taken care of. I bought my dog some treats and some tennis balls. So my immediate household is covered. I've shipped gifts to my family. So I think we're good there. I got my dad and stepmom noise-canceling headphones so they could tune each other. (laughs) Do they listen to this? No. Well, then, then yeah, Christmas isn't Ignore spoiled. each other. I think I can safely talk about Amanda's gifts on here, too. She's not going to listen. How do you know? I'm pretty sure. Well, she doesn't listen. We don't typically listen to each other's podcast as a sort of courtesy to each other. Because like, you got to listen to each other's BS all the time? It's not like, I don't want you to hear what I've said. It's like me to her, like, you do not listen, need to, like. No obligation. That's the general rule in our house, too. Christina does not have to see me play music or do comedy ever again if she doesn't want to. Yeah. And if I do say it would be nice for you to come, that usually is a request of the highest. Same. Same here. Yeah. If I want, if it's a big deal, then yes. But if it's just, hey, we're down at Uncle Chuckles, Chuckles Snutch at Tuesday night at 8 p.m., then I don't, she doesn't. We're opening for Beef Kid. Someone's probably going to name their band Beef Kid. Hey, Brad Turner, who yeah, who flew. Uh, Do you need to know about him? Raptor, Condor. Wait. He was in a band. Do you remember? He would often get when he got summoned to mask. He would be right in the middle of the. That's like, he's always rehearsing solo. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. He's playing like a on the on the site here. There's a picture <clears throat> of him. He's got like a purple Gibson Explorer. Wow. He has two vehicles, Matt. That's right. They gave him one later. What's his second? Razorback. Oh, is that the one that like like bends in the middle and pops up? I'm going to see. It, it sounds likely that that's what it is. They really ran out of ideas at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's like a car that sort of like... It just like go-go The gadgets. front wheels and the back wheels come together and the middle of the car comes up. I, I, I got disappointed at the end because it was like, what you're not, this is a lateral move at best. Yeah. His occupation is rock musician. Yeah. He's Brett Turner. Can you imagine if somebody, like, if, if, if uh, like, 
Vince Neal was also part of a crime stopping syndicate that used high tech vehicles that transformed into other vehicles and masks that had superpowers beyond our comprehension. Yeah, he shot a hologram. He what? He shot a hologram. He could probably do his own stage lighting while he's playing. Yeah, this is true. And Dusty Hayes was a pizza maker. Remember, he's like a pizza. He worked in a pizza parlor. How many of these guys are doing this? Their mask jobs, their occupations outside a mask as covers, just waiting for the phone to ring. And how many of them are like, ah, shit, I got called into mask today. No, judging by their careers, I think their career is mask and they can only sustain something like a band or a pizza, part-time pizza job. But let's but just use mask those two as an example. Yeah. I just, as, I equate it as sort of like, all right, while I'm not stopping venom from wreaking havoc on the earth, I got to do something else with my time. I guess I'll run a pizza place. Yeah. But then, so that's like a survival job to me. Well, Whereas I don't think he's running it. I think he's just working there. You just think he's an employee of- I do, yeah. Keep in mind, place. this guy's probably 22. Yeah, he is probably pretty young. Yeah. How did he- but I'd wasn't, like to see the mask recruiting videos. Me too. Wasn't Alex Sector like a science teacher or Bruce Sato or something? I, How do you do that? Like you're just going to get called away in the middle of school? Venom does not keep- after school hours. I'll see what Alex Sector. Alex Sector is a veterinarian, a zoologist, and an exotic pet store owner. That's right. So wow. his nickname also is Megabyte. What was his? His was Jackrabbit, and he could just bounce real high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I've retained this shit. I have no short-term memory anymore, but I can tell you everything you want to know about mask. What a waste. This is the. Decline of Western civilization as we know it. And a great idea for holiday gifts. Go on <laughs> to the internet and look up mask stuff that you could give to people. Yeah. I did give you a mask gift one year. I still have it. Condor. Yeah. Yeah. It was in pretty good shape if I recall. Sit in my office right now. Yeah. All right. Do you do you want to read an email or two? Sure. All right. We have some emails that have been written to us. We finally got out of 2020. So we're in this year just as we're leaving this year. That's right. We're okay. that far behind in this. Okay. So two, the last two emails, I feel very bad because I'm just seeing them now. And I can't imagine this actually happened. But this man, James McLaughlin, writes in and asks if we'd like to do um, some live film commentary at the Mile High Horror Film Festival, May 7th through 10th in Denver, Colorado, 2020. So we missed it. If you even had it, were you able to have a film festival in May of 2020? No, it'd be May of 2021? Yeah. Yeah, this, we blew it. Hmm. No, this was 2020. This was February of 2020. Wait, so that's where we are with the emails? No, because now... That's the last one. I think I maybe didn't read it on the show because it's literally this man asking if we'd like to come and do this film festival that has already happened or maybe never happened. Tell you what, you make a time machine and we'll go back and do it. We'll go back in time and get the time machine. Yeah. Go back in time and get a time machine. Which brings me to my next category. Yes. Like your boss or your manager. Great gift for your boss or manager. Time machine. 
Yeah. This holiday season, if you've got a couple days left of your holiday shopping, get a time machine for your boss. Here's a DVD copy of of um, Guy Pierce's The Time Machine. Here's a library card. Go check out the book The Time Machine. Go. Here's a gift card to the children's toy store, The Time Machine, where Jeremy used to work. Go back in time and use an ATM in the Midwest during maybe the late 90s. They were called time machines, T-Y-M-E. Go back in time and get a time machine. Take a yesterday poopy at 315. Damn, girl. Matt, Todd Sammons writes in. Oh, by the way, listeners, if you haven't listened before, I'm just reading these emails. They stay unread in the Pistol Shrimp's mailbox till this moment when I read them out loud for the first time. If your query is time sensitive, I don't know what we can do for you. Yeah, if maybe try maybe yeah. try the online. I check that Twitter account that doesn't tweet anything or the Instagram account that doesn't really post much. You can look. Yeah. But you recently put up a cry macho my cracho. That wasn't recently. That wasn't? Not really. I just saw that. That <laughs> felt like the bat signal for us to do another podcast episode. Because I said my cracho after yeah. you said cry macho. Yeah. God, sounds like Mexican food. I had Mexican food last night. Did you have the my cracho? No, I had the your cracho. I'll have a beef macracho with beef kid. <laughs> the beef kid collector's cup. Hey, Mark and Matt. I met you both at SF Sketch Fest last year at the Super Ego Show. Would that be 2020? Yes. Yes, we did. That this was the- email is from January 2021. Okay. I asked about a future show you both teased on PSR. Mark said you were rebooting Seinfeld. How's that going? <laughs> when will we get to see this highly anticipated show? Thanks for all the laughs and the poster signing after the show. And there's a photograph of our signed poster from that show. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Seinfeld reboot's going pretty good. Yeah. It's hard to cast Kramer. Well- I'm playing Newman and you're playing every other character. Yeah. And then we hired some kids to do um, like the soup Nazi yeah. and um, but George's kids. parents. All yeah. what? Alt-right kids. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate alt-right kid dancers. This is from Drew Feist. And this is a great email from back in January of 2021. It also came in at 542 a.m. Hmm. So this is what's going on with this person at 5.42 a.m. But they could be from New York. That's true. Drew asks, does Superego have a tie to the German language? My last name is German. So I look up, I took up learning German during the pandemic. I realized that Lady Machen is just Lady Girl. Yes. <laughs> Jeremy has said, wie geht's? previously and matt counted in german a few mailbags ago hope you guys are doing well finding new hobbies to stay sane during these crazy times all the best defeist like geist from poltergeist german for noisy ghost there's a there's some i don't there is german i i took german in high school and watched a lot of world war ii movies so i think i infused a lot of german in there there's a um whole german sequence with giger and the night before christmas like an intro and then we named a character Putzi Hanfestangel, who was like one of the like weird uh, people circling the social group of the Nazis. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Jeremy used, I think, the only line in German he can speak, which is "Ich habe Kopfschmerzen," which is "I have a headache." <laughs> <laughs> there's some German. There's probably more German scattered throughout 
superego than any other language. Probably. Yeah, probably. I think that's right. Others. Well, Drew, I hope that answers your non-question. Does your superego have a tie to the German language? I guess, yeah. Yeah. But just the tiniest of ties. Right. Which brings me to my next last-minute gift guide. Get your uncle a tie. A German tie. German tie. Yeah. What is German for tie? I don't know. I bet it's tie. I have no idea. All right. But yeah, if you have an uncle that you don't know that well, why not Why not bring back the awful, terrible gift of a tie? Not a terrible gift. You don't think a tie is a terrible gift? Not if someone knows you well. That's like, the problem with gift giving, isn't it? Knowing Amanda's people. gotten me a good tie or two. I've also received some good ties, but also I will occasionally wear a tie. Don't get a tie for someone who doesn't ever wear ties. That's true. I do wear ties and I haven't for a year or two years, but yeah. last time I probably wore a tie was that Sketchfest Super Ego show. Hard to believe that was January of 2020. And then we went up to Portland. That's right. And that was the last time anyone ever saw me. Me too. <laughs> so ties. Okay, good. Wait, I have a question. Are we just doing emails or are we doing this holiday gift guide We're thing? doing both, Matt. Okay, okay. We're bouncing in between. I'm just curious. Giving people what they need. I love it. Replying to emails. Okay. Giving gift. Giving the gift of life. That's right. This, this is a long one. This is from Jesse Coomer. Coomer? K-U-M-M-E-R. Coomer? Comer, does it have an umlaut? It does not have an Cuma? umlaut. Uh, feel free to edit if they're long. <laughs> Hi, I did my research for an answer to Matt's mystery for a long time, but didn't oh. come up with anything definitive. This is your thing that you saw. Yeah, still, un- still out unsolved. there. Unsolved. One of the most entertaining results that came up as I was searching various keywords like children, British, ghost, etc. was an old Disney Channel movie called Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. <laughs> which starred Shelley Duvall as Little Bill Peep and Dan Gilroy of Breakfast Club as the son of Mother Goose and a cavalcade of musicians and entertainers in supporting roles. Who's Dan Gilroy? Oh, is he the, he's the janitor? Beats me. I've only seen The Breakfast Club once. I don't remember it very well. Hmm. Harry Anderson's in it. Elaine Boozler's in it. Art Garfunkel's in it. Woody Harrelson is in it. Hmm. Little Richard, ZZ Top, Big Richard. I also wanted to email and ask you a couple questions and share how I started with Pistol Shrimps Radio. Back in 2015, I had just started listening to Super Ego and was consuming as much of the content as possible. I was going through uploads via SoundCloud when I saw something called Pistol Shrimps with PFT, June 9th, 2015, alongside the Super Ego uploads. Started listening and couldn't contain my laughter or tears while waiting for a bus on the bus ride itself or at work. For about the first half hour of the episode, I genuinely thought it was some super ego sketch where you guys laid basketball game sound underneath your voices. <laughs> Six years later, I'm so thankful to still be able to voraciously consume the content you put out. Questions for you. Do you have a favorite quirk of the other person and or singular moment that sticks in your head of something the other has done that always brings a smile to your face? As an example, I love when you both stifle laughter and make those throaty sort of snorts on Mike. <laughs> Do you have a favorite quirk? I think maybe my one of my favorite things is that you kept 
saying that people could send an anvil and the time an anvil actually showed up. Yeah. I, I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's whole quest of send an anvil to the PO box was that I would have to carry this heavy thing that neither of us really need or want to my car and then bring it to the game. Yeah. I will say my, my quest in that, which is aggressive is public. You have a similar thing you do, which is not podcast broadcast where you over time burden me with a certain packet of things that were once given to us by an overbearing person. And I will occasionally go places I in a million years would never think to find this. Yeah. And is there waiting for me? Yeah. And I have to then deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like an anvil. It's metaphorically and it's emotionally. It's an emotional. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I will send things to people. My on my honeymoon. They were in my honeymoon. They were in my hotel room waiting for me <laughs> in, in Hawaii. <laughs> I mailed Matt this package when he was on his honeymoon. I found out what hotel he was staying at because you guys were gone for a while. We, yeah, we were at three different places in Hawaii. But I knew the last place, so... I will I shout out to my wife who is very, uh, very good at sort of, she should be a private investigator. Yeah. She finds stuff out. Yeah. And she found out that and how to send it. But you also got a nice bottle of bubbly with that. That's true. Too. And I appreciate it. So it that. wasn't meant to be some sort of attack. Yeah. That's just to true. something to make you laugh a little bit. And you didn't just get an anvil. You got two or three other anvils. I do have an anvil in my home. It's, it's like a craft anvil. We still have never received this full size anvil that I want. Like a blacksmith's anvil, the kind that's like a do foot th- and a half wide. Do you think at least, though that those too? are? Do I do? I have seen a large sort of like they're on blown away anvil. That what's wait what that glass blowing reality show on Netflix? N- never watched it. Well, but that's a big an- the big anvil. Yeah, I always feel like it's a horseshoe thing. Maybe that too, yeah. Like be. if you live in a farm, you need a big anvil for your right. horseshoes. Also in Get Back for Maxwell's Silver Hammer, Mal Evans is playing a hammer on an anvil. An actual anvil? Yeah. Yeah, but I just think like the idea of someone paying... I just paid shipping to ship my parents uh, who do listen to this, and I know they know that they're getting... They love Kona coffee, so we always mm. order some Hawaiian coffee for them. That's nice. Except we had the shipping and billing address the same. So we had the coffee shipped to us. Oh, so just a pound of coffee shipping it across the country is $17 or something like that. That's one pound. How heavy do you think an anvil is? hundred, two hundred. That one of these is probably two. It would cost so much money to ship it. It's not worth anybody. you, You couldn't ship it. You'd have to ship it media mail. <laughs> You'd have to ship it like freight or something like that. People who specialize in that. Yeah, but that's not going to be cheaper. It would be cheaper. You're, okay. You'd have to have it delivered like by truck. 
Let's I don't say, know the point. Is, that's not for me to figure out. Somebody do this. If, you, if you're listening to this in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, how are you going to hire a private company to drive an anvil across the United because States? Because there are private companies that do that. Like One we, anvil? Well, no, they, they, they deliver things like that. Several like We anvils. had a toilet delivered when we were remodeling the house. Okay. And I had to meet him down the street because his truck was so big he couldn't come up our street. A toilet? Yeah. What kind of toilet? What do you mean? Like a big toilet? It wasn't the toilet was so big he couldn't cup the street. It was the truck was so big. I feel like a UPS guy could handle a toilet. That doesn't seem like that big of an item. I've or had, that oh, heavy see of an that item. gazebo? That was delivered here. Oh, yeah. That's a big gazebo, That's Matt. got to weigh more than an anvil. How, fall, how tall is that thing? 10 feet? At is least. it 10 by 10 by 10? At least. 15 by 15 pergola. by 15? Pergola. Uh, yeah, it's probably, it's probably 10 by 10 by 10. All right, so it's not impossible. No, that's what I'm saying. Get it done. <laughs> All right. Or uh, maybe someone lives locally. Drop one off at his house. Get it done. I also want to say the word of the day calendars with you two are arguably the hardest I've ever laughed at Super Ego. The voice Matt does as Koch and the unbridled enthusiasm Mark puts into the announcer gets me every time. Thanks for all you do, Jesse. I feel like in that sketch, if you're familiar with it, where Matt makes a gibberish word in the Koch voice and then I give a definition and then he has to use the word in a sentence. Yeah. It we came up with that pretty quickly one early on in Super Ego season two. Because we were sort of short a sketch and it was like this is maybe an idea. It was just you and me putting the episode together to go out the next day. That's right. And we, and we had, had we went to, to Supermax and like let's just go home and bang something out. And that's what we came up with. Yeah. But I think the fun thing for me on that is trying to get Matt to go faster. Faster. Like, I'm always like that enthusiasm that you hear from me. Oh, yeah. Especially in the live when we do it live. Yeah. I'm just trying to because I know the less Matt, less time Matt has to think, the, the more <laughs> it can come off the rails, which is what I'm looking for. <laughs> thanks for all you do, Jesse. Well, Jesse, thanks for writing in. That was really sweet. Uh, and now it's time for a Pistol Shrimps Radio 2021 in memoriam. I recently saw that Cloris Leachman had died, oh, and yeah. I immediately thought of you too. How about a verse for old time's sake? Also, have you ever combined two of your bits into me and Tasu Leachman? Good to see you down at Fuckman's Leap. <laughs> I still miss the sock report. Kathy from Troy, New York. Me and Cloris Leachman doing booger bumps and Bickman's batch. Me and Cloris Leachman eating sidewalks down at Screwman's Hooch. Me and Cloris Leachman doing holidays and eggnog baths. Me and Cloris Leachman watching Star Wars down at Raiders Isle. Me and Cloris Leachman getting low and getting quieter. Me and Cloris Leachman whispering fun facts at each other all night. Me and Cloris Leachman getting creepier the minutes go by me and Clark Leachman talking through our teeth with shoulder pads R.I.P. Cloris Leachman we loved you Cloris Leachman we did love you we still love you we will continue to love you what gift would you have purchased for Cloris Leachman or if there's a Cloris Leachman in your life 
what's a good gift for them? I think a big 70s silk scarf because she used to wear those around her head kind of like, you know, forgive the term, what they used to call a gypsy. You know what I mean? Okay, Matt. <laughs> yes, I do know what you mean. And I th- I actually think that is a nice gift overall. Just I'd like f- to see those come back. Just the head wrap kind of... Or, you know, the kind like... um. Like in the seventies or eighties, when like a, a woman would be painting her house, and you kind of wear it like uh, tied in the back, but then it kind of peaks in the back. Almost I like always, a bandana, like a Rosie the Riveter bandana situation. Yeah, but that's but like classier. backwards version. That's coming from under. Yeah, and you want it to come from over. like uh, who who. I don't know. Even we in high school, we used to guys used to, we used to wear. How's <laughs> that possible? That's right. I used to wear. You used to wear Chloris Leachman's scarves. Not like that. Not like a pirate. That's like a pirate. Okay. Or like like um, what's his name? Wesley and Princess Bride. That's the Chloris Leachman style. And when you're she not was, doing. Um, yeah. Who 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 was she on Mary Tyler Moore? Mary Phyllis. Tyler Moore. She was Phyllis, and she had a spinoff. Not to be confused with Rhoda. Who also had a spinoff. True. And wore, she wore it the frontwards way. Yeah, she may have worn it the way I'm wanting people to wear it. Please someone deliver an anvil to Mark's home wearing a kerchief. (laughs) This is from Taylor Syme Brown. I love and miss you guys. I'm emailing you for the same reason children clap for Tinkerbell, and I'm e-clapping, email clapping my heart out. I love you both, and I miss you guys. I hope you're great, and I hope the same for the whole Pistol Shrimps Radio family. Much love from Seattle. Taylor Bear. Taylor Bear? That warms my heart. These emails do warm my heart. I hope you, me, and all the listeners are buried together next week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This does say, if you read this on your show, you have my permission to use my full name. I'm reaching out because I'm homesick with nothing but time, and I randomly started thinking of you guys in your show, which brought me happiness in what has been a shit year for all of us. Point is, I'm not emailing to get internet famous. I'm emailing because of my fond feelings. Well, that breaks my heart that she's homesick and is It emailing. could be a guy. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Taylor. Yeah. I'm happy for them, whatever they are. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm sad that we are so far behind in soothing this person's homesickness. Well, wherever you are now, Taylor Bear, I hope things are going well. And I hope you find yourself in the midst 
of just an eggnog soak, oh, just man. a gingerbread bake off oh, in your man. in your mind and soul. Yeah, I I went up the street the other day and jackhammered into the street, found the city's eggnog mains, and just cracked oh, the pipe. Buddy. Just let it. You know how like in the in the summer people unplug a fire hydrant. Yeah, I just let that thing roll and just eggnog was pouring down the street. Did you bring any home with you? No, I didn't even taste it. I just oh, you just I'm let it Joker spray man. all over I just the place. Do chaos. I'm Joker man. I'm Dark Joker. The Dark Joker. Yeah, the Dark Joker. Agent of Chaos. Mm-hmm. So you just broke open the eggnog mains. You didn't put any chemicals in there while you were while you had it open. I would think you'd want to sort of like just a little rum. Okay, so you're trying to get all of the city drunk so that on Christmas Eve you can break into people's houses. No. Well, you're not going to do any of that. This is the extent of it all. People can do that. That's the end of it? Yeah. You just put alcohol in the city's eggnog supply so that people could maybe. Also, do you want to see how I got these scars? I don't need to see it. That's the first time I've asked you want to see how I got these scars. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need. Are you going to recut where the scars are so that. Where the scars guard. I'm going to recut scars guard. Joker should have wore a Skarsgård because then maybe he'd be fine. He should have put Alexander Skarsgård with spirit gum above his upper lip and he would have been fine. And we wouldn't have been in this Gotham City mess we're in today. Yeah. Where Mr. Freeze is saying ice to meet you to everyone. (sighs) Who needs it? I know. And Bane is saying... (laughs) What about King Tut? Yeah. Who are some of the deep cut Batman villains that would show up on the Adam West Batman show? King Tut, Egghead. Yeah. Oh, Egghead. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, God. I just went through a few of them. There's some real barf bag villains on There's that. like the London Fog guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not uh, a lot of women, right? It's just. No, there were some. There was. Some. Yeah. Wasn't there like a Calamity Jane type? And then. Uh, uh well, you got Catwoman. What do you Three get? What do you Catwoman. get for the Catwoman in your life? Silk scarf. Um, We're back to the gift guide here, Matt. No, I think you get them Purina Woman Chow. You don't get her little catnip. Yeah, you do. Let's read another. Benjamin Bedley writes: How old am I, and am I aging backwards? Hi, guys. I have two things to ask. Last time I wrote in, Matt made a Benjamin Button reference at my name. Recently, I sent in and overheard into stop podcasting yourself. And they also saw my name and also made Benjamin button jokes. This link should take you right to the spot in the podcast where they do it. Okay. That is that a question? No, that's just a fact. Also, my partner got into law school in Chicago. We'll be moving in July. Well, I hope you're in Chicago now as you wrote this in February of 2021. And here we are in December of 2021. Yes. I mean, the partner might already be, a lawyer. While it's bittersweet to be leaving Pistol Shrimp's territory, I'm wondering what your favorite things about Chicago are if you've spent any time there. Do you know of any rec league basketball teams I should check out? Any podcasts local to Chicago that you recommend? Much love. Sorry. The, Lutch Muv Benjamin Button. Isn't Hello from the Magic Tavern from Chicago? You bet your sweet ass they are. Hmm. Those guys are great. What about the Chicago Hope Recap Podcast? I'd listen to that. That yeah. might give you some hope. And the Chicago, I think the band Chicago does a podcast. Where they go song by song and talk about all of the inspiration in their life, except Mm -hmm. they're mad at Peter Cetera for leaving. 
So he's not the inspiration. You're the meaning of my life. Is that Aaron Neville's cover of You're the Inspiration? He replaced Peter Cetera. Aaron Neville did? Just kidding, Mark. I used to think that song was a masterpiece. Really? I, I love, was just at the proper oh, age. You know what I love? Ooh, 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 baby, please don't go. Da, 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 dun, 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 dun. If you leave me now, you take away the biggest part of me. Right to the chorus. I love a verse that's one line. Yeah, keep it simple. Stupid. I like Chicago. I think it's a great city. I would recommend the Hotel Roby rooftop bar. Do-da, do-da. <laughs> you get a nice view of Chicago. My old pal Joe from college took me there. We had a cocktail up there. It was a real nice Co- time. Cocktail Joe? That's him, Cocktail Joe. Where are you going, old Cocktail Joe? I also like, I think it's Kuma's. There's, it's a heavy metal burger bar. Oh, and all the bar, all the burgers, grill them all. It is, yeah. All the burgers uh, are named after heavy metal bands. Mm. I think I had the Sepultura. (laughs) Wow. Do they have a Queensrÿche? I think they must. I mean, honestly, the menu is four hundred pages. You could try. Oh, Chicago Athletic Club is a nice little hotel, but the lobby is very cool. Um, what else about Chicago? Anything, Matt? I've only been once or twice. Yeah. Uh. I just remember having some delicious pizza. I think I like Chicago style pizza more you, than any other kind. You, that, you think you like Chicago pizza more than the, the deep dish, Lou Malnati's? Yeah, deep, deep. I love thick, like spongy pizza. Yeah, the, when you're in the right place in yeah. Chicago. Boy, yeah. they have Pequods. That's mm. another one. Mm. Look, the improv scene there was great and it probably is still great. I don't know if people can perform live anymore or if they still are. There's an improvised Shakespeare thing that was going on there that was great. There's a lot of improv stuff, but I think IO is gone. Oh, I don't really? know what the the deal is with that stuff. I don't know. Go check out Al Capone's vault. You know what else I like? Chicago Music Exchange, one of the best guitar stores mm. on the planet. There's that tubular building that's on the cover. Ding, dee, dee, ding, ding, dee, dee, ding, 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 ding. Isn't that song called Tubular Bells? No, that's just the instrument. No, Tubular Bells is the Exorcist music. Is that, wait, is the Exorcist theme called Tubular Bells? Yeah, and it's written by Mike Oldfield, but but it was it existed first and then they used it for the Exorcist. But the tubular, the instrument it's played on is also called Tubular Bells. Well, I can't help you there. I just know that it's called that. That's almost like if you lose on The Price is Right and you'd hear the song Trombone. <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Um, yeah, this concludes, I think, Chicago talk. There's probably a bunch of other great shit. Yeah, I don't know much about Chicago other than when I've been there, I've really liked it. It's a good town. Maybe I my would... favorite big city in the country. It's a good one. In the winter, though, it's pretty rough. Never been. All right, Matt. Um, what gift would you get for Mark Knopfler? Seriously? Yeah, if you had the opportunity to give Mark Knopfler oh, a gift. I'm sure he gets this a lot, probably, but not much anymore. I would get him I would get him 
a terry cloth headband that also has a scrolling led readout that he could program so it plays the lyrics to his songs as he plays oh you just made me think of like blue man group and how did you ever see the blue man group perform that no they did a thing that was great where they had that led readout sort of like like you'd see in a, a bank in the 90s. Yeah, like that's, that's what scrolling. I'm talking about. Yeah. And so three of them are playing White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. Mm-hmm. That's right. Not Starship. No. That's later. Jefferson Airplane. Jefferson Airplane is Starship built the city. Yeah. But Airplane wiped it out the rabbit. So there's three of them playing the song and each of their little um, – pipe drum things that they play has their own message on it. Mm-hmm. And it says, one of them says, if you know this song, read this one. If you don't know this song, read this one. If you're not sure, read this one. And as they play the song, you can't read all of them fast enough. It's a great little piece of performance. It's fantastic. Well, what is- I chose to read the, I think I know this one, yeah. even though I knew it. And the whole time it's like, what are you talking about? You either know it or you don't. <laughs> It's just like giving you shit for being on the fence. <laughs> if you don't know, and then I switched to if I don't know, and it was like, this is the band Jefferson Airplane. Grace Slick was the singer. This was a big hit from this time to this time. And then if you you can switch around, you know, you can read whatever you want, but it all goes by so quickly. Mm. You kind of have to choose. And then finally I switched to like, isn't this a great song? It's all nostalgia on the one if you know it. <laughs> Terrific. So you could have Knopfler be a blue man. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll do that. Yeah. I'd probably get him just like a, I'd probably get him like a, um, a time machine. That's a good idea. Just like a boss. Yeah. Same as a, same gift advice I gave as a boss. I'd get that for Knopfler. Yeah. That good. That, that good. Or a sweater. Mm. A sweater's tough though, because of size. I don't know how big Mark Knopfler is. Well, a man and I this year are, you know, because we have the baby, and we're going to probably focus a little bit more on the baby than each other yeah, necessarily. Sure. So we decided we're going to do three gifts for each other: a big, a small, a big, a medium, and a small. And the big is we've agreed is going to be a sweater for each of us. Well, that's good. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm taking it literally, and I'm just buying her a large sweater, a medium sweater, and a small <laughs> sweater. She'll probably love that. Christina is hard to shop for, and I think I am too. So one year we did a thing where. We th- we said let's get something, something you can wear, something you can read. Um, there was definitely something like a a, a bottle of spirits, a, like a, a an alcohol, a nice bottle of whiskey because we yeah. both drink whiskey. Yeah. And then maybe there was another category, but that helped a lot. Yeah, that's good because if people are hard to shop for, and you're just it's a shot in the dark. At Forget that point it. for me, it, it, you just get cash. Oh, yeah. Because what, I don't know. You mean just the first half of the movie, Tango and Cash? Oh, I've edited Tango out of it so okay. that you just watch the whole movie, and yeah. but there's no you Tango just in it. pixelated Tango. Yeah. yeah. It's blurred out, and I also put like a heavy voice filter on it so that it's unintelligible. Tango, we got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's, you've seen it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you which one's Tango or Cash. Neither could I. Hmm. I just remember like someone shoots at them in front of a tanker truck and cocaine falls out of it. I don't think I've ever seen Tango and Cash. What are you doing later today? 
What are you doing Christmas Eve, New Year's, either Eve? I got some sidewalks I'd like to show you. Are they city sidewalks? City sidewalks, busy sidewalks. Fucking sidewalks are great. There's this one on my street that stays open till eight. This is from Zach Hins. Things we can't remember. Hello, fellows. It is March 2021, and I was just listening to your episode from January 2021 when you answered emails from May and June of 2020. You talked about media you've seen and heard but can't quite remember. I figured I'd mention the one that has always plagued me, and maybe I can find out an answer in three years when the audience has a chance to hear it. It was a song I heard in the early days. This is of, a time machine, Mark. We are we are sitting in a time machine. Oh my god! It was a song I heard in the early days of the Pandora Music Streaming Service when most of their song library was ripped from CDs. This makes sense. I know this because one time I heard a song on there that had one of those hidden tracks, which they would put on the tr- lost, oh, yeah. the last track of the CD after a long period of silence, and a song with an eighteen-minute runtime stands out. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's got Because you wouldn't rip the song. Anyway. Yeah. It had people talking in the background of the chorus, like Weezer's Undone, the sweater song. In fact, the thing I remember most about it is that at some point in the talking, someone self-referentially said, so is this like that Weezer song? And that's all I can remember. I guess it would come out between 94 and, say, 2008. I've tried to Google various combinations of those lyrics to try to mat- find a match. It's never worked. I've given kind I've kind of given up hope of ever figuring this one out. But when you mentioned media you couldn't remember, I figured it wouldn't hurt to bring this up to you guys. Good to see you, Leach. I bet our listeners can source this. I mean, that sounds so again, like it could be like a pavement song or something. I think it is pavement. Are you thinking, you're not thinking of, what about the voice of Getty Lee? How what does did he get so high? high? Or do, and does he talk, does, what about the voice of Getty Lee? And why is it so high? Does he speak like an ordinary guy? I know him. He does. Well, you're my fact checking cuz. It might be pavement. I feel like it might be. A band I don't know too well. Well, that's curious that you and I both thought that, so maybe there's something there. It's a song from Pandora between 94 and 2008. Definitely. Someone is talking, someone self-referentially says, so is this like that Weezer song? Someone on this podcast will know the answer. The problem is you're not going to hear it for a year and a half. I know. Yeah, so. It's too bad there isn't a way for emails to have, like, jump the line like urgent priority emails i know you can flag them but we're not going to look at that i'm just saying too bad you can't change the date yeah i don't know how we're going to get this to the front of the line or if we are at all but i hope that the mystery gets solved wait and it'll be worth the wait yeah all right good matt this is from Corey, and the subject is presidential basketball yeah Hey, my boogies, if you had to craft a five, if you had to draft a five man basketball team plus coach composed solely of U.S. presidents, who would you select? Context Assume they're playing five Russian czars to end a multiverse Cold War. They'd be, they would be playing at their age from their first inauguration. So if you simply must have Jimmy Carter, he won't be in his 90s. 
And czars, not premiers or presidents of Russia? Well, you're, it's a bizarro, like you're getting... Yeah. There's a Russian podcast called Pistol Shrimps Radio, and they're picking Russian right. leaders to square off against U.S. Well, presidents. Top pick's going to be Obama because he plays basketball. They're on a modern NBA court with the three-point line. These are caveats for this thing. And if it helps, the Swiss are officiating. I mean... Yeah, Barack Obama is going to be... And Kennedy and Clinton are just because they're younger. And also have well, you have a working knowledge of basketball where like Quincy Adams doesn't even know what the sport is. I was going to say, you're pre-1890, you're not going to get, even though I think Lincoln would be a good person to have because of height. And that hat is going to help block shots. I mean, I'd draft Lincoln. I think you can teach the game fairly quickly. He could be sort of... And this is no disrespect to Ingrid Walla, Hama Boogie. Yeah. But it's good to have some height in the middle. When Ingrid joined the Pistol Shrimps, there was a there was a sea change in how they played. Why was there disrespect? She was a- Well, I'm just saying if you if you were to draft Lincoln, he's going to play the Hama Boogie role on the yeah. presidential basketball team, the tall rebounder. But Han Boogie, Ingrid can shoot, Ingrid could score, She's Ingrid the could best. pass. Really, what you're asking Lincoln to do is rebound. I see. And he's probably not ever going to take a shot. Right. You need him to get the rebound and get the ball to Barack. I'd also put George W. Bush in there, actually, just because he's a natural athlete. <laughs> That's true, actually, I mean, isn't it? Just, presidents seem to trend a little younger now. Okay. Uh, not necessarily, but... Um, Definitely not Roosevelt unless we're playing murder ball. Nixon? No way. Tricky Dick's not going to... No, he was spurned from his college football team, and that's one theory as to why he was so, uh, like, paranoid and... uh, Did you say JFK? Yeah. I just... Yeah, JFK seems like a natural athlete and probably actually did play basketball. Yeah, and Bill Clinton probably also played basketball. But we're drafting, so we're going to have to think of 10. So who do we have? We're just, you and I are just oh, making one team. Oh, we're not. Then we're Obama, not. Clinton, JFK. Lincoln? Lincoln and George W. Bush, probably. Okay, and then who's coaching? George Washington? <laughs> just get, yeah, get <laughs> No, the... I'd say Eisenhower, actually. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because basketball was around then. He's like respected by all he has good demeanor and he you know like he was supreme commander of the allied invasion you don't want like grant no i want eisenhower you don't you want a modern general i think biden would actually be a decent like i mean i know he was older when he was inaugurated but he's got a lot of like can do spirit too yeah i li- i do like that we're skewing modern i know we're not picking you know teddy roosevelt and his you know, carry a big stick. Teddy Roosevelt swag, could be just good too. attitude. But what if your team was Ro- Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Trump, Taft, Lincoln after the assassination, Franklin Pierce? Yeah. Or, or Andrew Johnson? Yeah. Wasn't Andrew Johnson president for 16 minutes or some shit? Is that right? I believe he died. Isn't he the guy who didn't wear a coat to the inauguration and then he died of pneumonia? That quickly of pneumonia. (laughs) No, but it was pretty fast. He wasn't president for very long. No. 
That'd be a pretty good team, those guys that yeah, you just said. So th- that's my answer. I might pick Trump just because I'm dying to see Trump play basketball. Oh, you're doing it. Yeah, you're you're keeping him around for the curiosity factor. I want to see that ass in 70s basketball shorts. Yeah, they do to have keep to keep up with Obama. They do have to dress in in the sort of um the Flint Tropics uniforms from uh the Will Ferrell movie whose title I can't think Semi-pro? of. Semi right pro? That's right. Yeah, yeah, I need you in like white and teal beach themed uniforms. Those, yeah, the short shorts that cur- curve up in the middle on the yeah. sides. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now I'm really getting I'm getting hot here, man. Yeah, me too. Um what do you get for a president? For a gift? Yeah, if you know the president, you need to get the president a gift. A second term. Yeah, I'm probably getting him like a um a Yu-Gi-Oh ornament for the tree. Are you talking about Biden? I'm talking about any president. Any I'm president. getting them like a It's different for each president. I might get like a some well, sort of like cartoon. Presidents are not allowed to take gifts. Is that true? Of over any cer- kind of a certain amount, I think. Over $300, I think. Oh, these ornaments are like $5. Oh, okay. And then I'm just going to sneak into the White House and hang it on the royal Christmas tree. I'm going to write him a check for $299. <sighs> take that Logan Act. Is that what it is? I don't know. I hope so. Okay, Matt. I I knew this day would come, and here we are. This is our first email where someone has gotten their vaccination. Whoa. Gentlemen, I'm missing what, the podcast. What's pod- the date? It's from Stephanie, April 1st, 2021. So this might be a prank. Ooh. April 1st. This is from Stephanie. No, because I got, I got mine in February 2021. Yeah, but April 1st is a prank. It might be a prank. <gasps> All right. Gentlemen, I'm missing the podcast family I, too, plan to spend the rest of my life with. She might have gotten a prank vaccination and doesn't even know it. I've never written it before, but I've listened to every episode multiple times, along with several of your other podcasts. I feel like I know you both, not to the level of walking up to you in public and acting like I know you, but definitely seeing you and thinking, I know him. No, you do not know him. You listen to his podcasts, dummy. Regardless... My two in real life best friends know you as my podcast best friends. Aww. What is that? Do you know what that's called? A parasocial relationship. Is that what the, yeah. The, I feel like I know these people because I listen to their things. Yeah. yeah. I have that. I do too. With Rachel Maddow. So since we are so close and go back eight to nine years when I first heard Super Ego, I wanted to share some exciting news with you. Yesterday, I received my second COVID vaccination. Feeling a little bit off today, but totally worth it. I've been quarantining alone with my two casts since last March. Mm. Two cats, not casts. Mm. I'm in two separate plays at the moment. and I'm in Funny Girl and Serious Boy. (laughs) I had a few moments of escape with my best friend's uh, but I'd be a fool to say it was easy. Oh, I see what she's saying there. In two weeks, I get to go back to my office I've been away from for so long. Several of my coworkers are getting vaccinated right now too, so we will actually be able to be in the same room. It's going to be, it's going to feel crazy. I am a CPA tax accountant, and the last year has been an onslaught of new laws, no federal guidance, and never-ending tax seasons. Oof. I liken tax season. Uh, to being in a giant boat in the middle of the ocean with everyone working together to get to land. This last year, we've been on our own rowboats alone. Oh, that makes sense. But even on the hardest days, I know I have my two boogies 
in my ears to bring a smile to my face and a file to my smace. <laughs> I'm hoping that this all comes to an end and you'll be able to start that new podcast you keep teasing us with. Till then, I just want to thank you for hours of fun you've provided and thank you for being in the boat with me. Steph. Isn't that sad? That was eight months ago. Yeah. And we're still in this quarantine mess, essentially now with Omicron. And you and I are no closer to doing this podcast because it's still socially necessitates public. It sure does. Yeah. It does have the, uh, the, the unnecessary in all capital letters in front of it yeah. as the, we do not need to do it. No. It is wild to think that. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is from James. What would you get James Gelter from Vermont? Syrup. He already has it. No, but this this stuff I got is great. Can you describe it a little bit? Yeah, it's it's made of gold liquid. Uh-huh. Liquid gold. Uh-huh. But it's syrup. And I just figure like a syrup connoisseur will really appreciate it. Am I talking stuff. to the dark joker again? Uh-oh. I got him some eggnog from my street. <laughs> and my gold syrup. I'm dark when joker. you drink it, you turn to solid gold and I could sell you to the Federal Reserve. I want to taste how I got these scars. What? Huh? Oh, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I know Mark is going to see this message and say, oh, it's a long one, but hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings from Brattleboro, Vermont. Mm. I was hoping to engage you in a cross-podcast experiment. Oh. Well, it's been a year, so. Uh, below is a message that two of these our shrimps, Maria Blasucci and Amanda Lund, were kind enough to read and respond to on their podcast, The Big Ones. Mm. I was curious as to what advice you two and or Kubich would have for me if it matches what the and if it matches what those gals said. Here's the message, Matt. Okay. As summer comes on, I remove the windows from my sunroom and replace them with screens. I never remember that when I that when I do this. It means I can hear my neighbors far more when I'm sitting in there. That makes sense. You yeah. can hear your neighbors. Tonight, I was sitting in the sunroom enjoying a pipe when I overheard a conversation. Our neighbor's college student son just returned for the summer. He had two young women visiting him. They had stepped out into his backyard right next to where I was seated, but they didn't notice me there. He made a few statements about how bright the stars were, seemingly because he thought it would impress them. To be fair, our neighborhood is very dark, and you can see a surprising amount of stars. It's just the way that he said it that, make me th that makes me think this. The three then began to debate which star was the North Star. One of the ladies was right, but wasn't confident about it when he questioned it. They then got into a debate about where South was. She was right again, but he was convinced that South was a different direction. It was truly East. His justification is, was that it was the direction of the South. That was the direction of South main street. I guess he thought it was called South street because it was South of his current position when truly it's called that for the logical reason. That is the southernmost portion of the main street. Right. She didn't ever agree with him, but she stopped arguing when he seemed to think, uh, when she, when he seemed to think he, this is a weird sentence. He thought he won. Anyway, should I have spoken up on her behalf? She was clearly right, and he was borderline nagging her, nagging her. But at the same time, it w wouldn't it be awkward if after all this time I revealed that I'd been listening to them? Then again, I was on my property, and they were talking loudly, so they shouldn't take issue with listening, right? Am I, 
It's a classic, am I a coward or am I respectably minding my own business conundrum? Thanks, Jay. When we bought our house, my wife and I were discussing what kind of backyard we wanted. I immediately pulled out my phone and showed her pictures of Matt's backyard from his Instagram. Matt, your yard is my definition of perfection. Mine's nowhere near it, but I'm working on it. Go screw. That's from Jay. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Thank you. Boy, I mean, this is a kind of interesting quandary because it sounds like the boy was being a little insufferable. But I would lean on the side of, nah, just stay out of it. I'm always asking myself that question from Last Crusade of why do you seek the cup of Christ? Is it for his glory or yours? And I find most people sending corrections to people is to show that they know, just to show the fact that they know the answer, not yes. to help. Not saying that he was doing this at all. doesn't sound like actually he was. In fact, he didn't. And he was in in many ways thinking he would, uh, you know, be on the side of the girl who was right, who wasn't speaking up. But maybe she also wasn't speaking up because she's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know? Yes. I think there's two things here. The thing you just said. Yeah. And also, I'm a real big mind your own business guy. Yeah. I, Unless someone is in danger. Yeah. I don't know that there's any reason to get involved. Yeah. And even then, it's like, you're an adult. You're a grown up making your own choices here. If you want to think east is south, then that's on you, pal. Also, these two had the internet at their disposal. They could have easily settled this. Yeah, if you have an iPhone, there's a compass feature on it. Yeah, and maybe maybe they went on to do that. But again, maybe this girl was just like, oh, I'm not even going to bother arguing about it with this guy because who cares? Yeah, that's a big, um, if I had to list turnoffs on a dating profile, Yeah. which, God, my wife would just kill me if I had one of those. Yeah. But one of them would just be sort of a an insistence on being right. Uh, I believe it's called a martinet. A who? A martinet. That's what that's called? Yeah. An insistence on being well, right. Someone, someone is a martinet if they're like very fastidious about rules and things like that. I don't mind rules and structure. I just don't. I can't stand it when somebody does what this guy did. Yeah. Where he goes, well, that's South because it's called South Main Street, even though that doesn't have anything to do with orientation, direction, yeah. or anything that this person is talking about. Right. The arrogant idiot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't love that. Trump, McGruber. Do you got, uh, I also think another factor in this is do you know your neighbors? Right. Because if I have neighbors on one side of my house that we are very friendly with and know, and I wouldn't have any problem saying like, hey, I heard, sorry, I'm like right on the other side of the fence, heard you talking, that's the North Star because this, that, and the other thing. But then the neighbors on the other side, I don't know them much at all. Same. And I wouldn't ever say anything like, hey, maybe when you have a party, don't stream music with commercials because then we're listening to your music, which is fine. You're having a party. I expect there to be music. Yeah. But you, I don't really want to hear a Chevrolet ad between You played songs. an 18-minute track with people talking through the chorus. Saying, is this like that Weezer song? Another question for our, our listener here. Were you clothed? Because that could matter too oh yeah if you're not wearing clothes it's probably best to stay in the dimly lit sunroom with screens on it yeah um and if you are not wearing clothes do you put a towel on your chair or do you just raw dog it on the on the furniture and what are you sitting on is it like a wooden chair splinters or is it like one of them uh i guess they call them an acapulco chair kind of like what we're sitting in here matt these uh -huh. are sort of 
what would you call this? Sort of a, it's not a wicker chair. Rattan? Rattan, yeah. If you're sitting on that, you're going to have zebra butt. Oh, if you're lucky. Because it's striped, right? Yeah. And then does the crack go over one of the rattan pieces or does it? Oh, these are too uh, close to get the rattans too close together for a crack to make a choice here. I think. Well, maybe Yoko's crack, but not John's. You seen that photo going around? I don't believe I mean, it. It's an album cover, but they're both naked. Well, I can't remember I've what the seen photo is. That photo, yeah, yeah. Take another look at that, and you can see how long John's butt crack is, and how not long <laughs> Yoko's is. <laughs> well, opposites attract. I guess so. Opposites <laughs> are cracked. <laughs> One more. Yeah, one more. And then, oh, I thought we were done. We're not done. We're not even close to done. Wait, with this email or no? No. Well, okay. There's one that has no subject, Matt, and then there's one that says important Anvil video. All right, we can do the both. Okay. Let's see what... This one's short. Oh, this is a little puzzle. By the way, this is a great holiday gift guide. Well, look. I mean, this uh, will tie wonderfully into a gift guide i think a thing okay. you can get for people who don't you don't know what to get is a puzzle yeah puzzles are nice it's a simple thing yeah it could be a jigsaw puzzle maybe a book of puzzles i love puzzles i've been doing the new york times crossword puzzle now 500 straight some days uh, uh my sister gets the hard copy of yeah. the new york times which i used to i don't anymore and she brought me this year end the huge one I'm I'm just spending Came some out. time doing that. Have you been doing it? Yeah. I haven't started it yet. Oh, yeah. I'm about two-thirds of the way through. I can't wait to do that. It's That's fun. my holiday gift to myself. I love it. It's just doing that spread out on the kitchen table. How many pages are we talking? 20? 10? No. It's just like imagine opening a full-size newspaper and it's the whole puzzle is one big spread of both pages. Oh, buddy. And then the clues are on a separate yeah, I just saw the front aside. page, which is like that. It looks like a lotus flower. Yes, that's it. Yeah. You could also get people the white lotus um, DVDs. Yeah. I will say the- Will those come out on DVD, by the Probably. way? Probably. Really? You yeah. can buy an HBO show? I on think D- I guess the hits, yeah. I own Deadwood on DVD. But that was 15 years ago. But you should get people that. That's a great yeah, gift. Yeah, for sure. The hardest part about this puzzle is finding the clue you want in the hundreds of clues. And There's like moving. 1,200 clues. Oh, Wow. And I didn't do the thing where you check them off when you got it. Oh, so you do that. You do do that, don't you? I used to, but well, now you're digital. I do the digital crossword puzzle. I can't make that leap. I do the mini. I do love it. I need tactile. I need to write. I need to. Oh. I know, but I feel like I am trying. I'm constantly trying for a sub five minute Monday puzzle. I'm trying to solve the Monday puzzle as fast as possible. Gotcha. Because usually that's the easiest puzzle. I'm trying to get there. I'm more of a Ken Ken man these days. That's, I know. You love the Ken Ken. I do. All right. This is a puzzle that we got emailed to us from Benjamin Bedley. Is this the other Benjamin from before? It might be. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's months between these emails. so. Right. Well, he must be two years old by now. The year is 1972. <laughs> Where the coniferous trees grow tall, people gather and form a queue to take a turn playing an Atari Where the coniferous trees grow tall, people gather and form a queue to take a turn playing an Atari. What 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 are the, we? This where, is like a spoonerism thing. I don't know how else to describe it to you. What am I supposed to answer? A, a spoonerized term? It's a four-word answer, and it 
it's a classic Matt Gorley switch around ding dong bullshit thing. I'm sorry. Am I answering in spoonerism form? Yeah. Where the coniferous trees grow tall. Okay. People, this is where you're going to get it. People gather and form a queue to take a turn playing an Atari. I think he means Atari game. It's 1972. What game came out in Atari? Pong? And if you had to wait to play it? Pong line? Uh Line, Long pine. Yeah, you'd be in the long pine pong line. (laughs) That itself is kind of like a pong um, Pandora. uh, 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 What do you call it? Bing bong, bing bong. Auto. A man, a plan, a canal. Oh, yeah, palindrome. Palindrome, yeah. Our last email here, Sarah V writes, important Anvil video. Hope you enjoy this. Just came up in my recommended section on YouTube, which must be your fault somehow. (laughs) Hope you're well, Sarah. And there's just a link to this YouTube video, which we're going to watch after we hit stop. We're not going to watch it on the show? I don't think we're going to watch it on the show. How long is it? I don't know. You want me? I'll click on it and then we'll see. All right. Nothing like watching a video. Well, because the listener's going to want to know what's going on in there. Here, just put it on there and we can just, we can uh, close this up as we watch this. Okay. Well, there's an ad for L.L. Bean. And then here's another ad. All right. We're skipping our ads. Oh, my God. Wow. Fisher and Norris Anvil Collection. This is what I'm talking about. Oh my God. Look at those. Those are what I'm talking about. And they're in descending so, order. Now that we're all vaccinated, I am. Your anvils are vaccinated? Visiting my family. <laughs> visiting the anvils. This is just a girl. This is why. Years. Well, this is why we can't get you an anvils. This guy's got them all. There are hundreds of anvils in that room. We have to go here. What I don't know it? where this is. Haddonfield, Illinois. So he also wrote a book all about the history of Fisher and Norris anvils, which we will tell you more about at the end of the video. Well, now this is the ultimate gift guide, Matt. Wow. This is an 11-minute video. Yeah, There's we, no way you're going to watch it. No, the but thing. at least now the listener has enough to know if they want to check this out. Literally here. We could put this in the show notes. <laughs> she's so excited about anvils i mean why wouldn't she be i think matt that's it oh and then she goes to a puzzle collection what kind she of puzzle? Has, <laughs> all right we're gonna have to take this offline matt wow. she has puzzles he has anvils this video these people are our people Silver bell, silver bell, it's Christmas time in the city. From all of us here at Pistol Shrimps Radio, Ring-a-ling. myself, Mark McConville, Matt Gorley, our pets, our kids, 
our spouses, we wish you the happiest of Christmases and the anviliest of New Year's. Children laughing, people laughing, there's some gas leak in town. Matt is standing. the dark joker's leaking gas all around. He's strutting about in a holiday manner. People strutting. I've got a long cord on my mind. It's like he's... Figure skating on land. I can figure skate on dirt with just my right hand. Silver laughing, busy bell times, men with holiday glows. This is seasonal wishes for tacos with toes. Whatever seasonal tacos you eat, let them have toes. As many toes as you want. It's the best time of year. We hope you're having a great holiday season, whatever you celebrate. Maybe you don't celebrate shit, and that's fine, too. Maybe you do celebrate shit, and maybe that's weird. Yeah, maybe you're practicing your own religion where dookus are part of it. Count dookus. Are you counting dookus this Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I broke my record. Are you I, doing I a glued, count dooku I glued it back calendar? together. Oh. <laughs> I am doing a count dooku adv- advent calendar. Wouldn't that be 25 great? days of duke. <laughs> Mark, I wish you and yours a holiday season like you've never had before. Same to you, Matt. I hope that this Christmas is one for the ages and that you get the yellow pages. That's all I've asked for. I know. Another great gift. Yeah. Let your fingers do the walking. And let your lingers do the fucking. Do you have to let it linger? (laughs) We go from silver bells to linger. Trying to, uh, trying to grab everybody. That's it. Do you have to let it linger? Hey, can we talk about hey, Weezer? Is this that Weezer song where we're talking? It's Linger by the Cranberries. We'll see you next time. You bunch of cranberries. Go screw for a Christmas goo. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.